What is up, y'all? Kevin Kuhn here from Athlete Factors. This is the Athlete Factors podcast. My guest today is a return guest from Italy, the man, the myth, the legend, Alia Barbone. How's it going, Alia? Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Uh, thanks for, for the intro. And yeah, it's going well today. It's actually pretty bad uh, because uh, Italy is, is, is probably going uh, through a new lockdown uh, very soon. Uh, so it's not. Uh, a good day but it's been a good couple of months after after covid here um so uh work has been going very well um lately uh, now it will probably be um uh, slowed down due to the new uh incoming lockdown or the just you know the very restrictive rules that we have uh, that we are being subjected on so uh yeah but i think that uh people kind of uh, looked for it meaning that our country just allowed us to have uh, the vacations, like during summer. Uh, they allow uh, more uh, more freedom. Just you know, uh, the rules weren't so restrictive as now. Uh, so I think uh, we had uh, a lot of uh, cases that uh, uh, are showing now that are basically the uh, summer cases. So all the people that went, you know, to vacations like abroad or other count in other countries or just moved a lot and just you know st uh, stayed with um, uh, way more people than they were supposed to do to do mm -hmm. um, they're just you know um, coming back and they're, they're sh it, this uh, all this movement is showing now uh, so that's the uh, yeah that's our country at, at time being and um, but you know uh, the rest is going fine uh, I have uh, no, uh, in well, uh, last year when we um, when we last spoke, uh, mm -hmm. I had just the online coaching job, and I was actually a full-time student. Besides that, I, I was training, but uh, now I actually have a new simple job, and I'm doing like I'm selling floor tiles, um, which is uh, kind of weird. Uh, but I was uh, looking for something that wasn't uh, gym or fitness related, uh, mm -hmm. so. You know, improve my skills in other uh, field and it's actually going pretty well uh, mm -hmm. so I'm happy for that um, but also online coaching went uh, really well uh, after lockdown uh, I got all my clients back and even new ones so it was really good uh, good productive month um, learned a lot also in that field uh, I will actually speak about it uh, with Kevin later on uh, through this episode mm -hmm. uh, yeah uh, how's, how's about you man uh, everything's going well everything's not too bad, yeah. Basically, since uh, we've you and I have chatted, you know, not on the podcast, but uh, I guess to catch everybody up, like things kind of got a little iffy there when when the lockdown started. Uh, my business kind of dropped a little bit, and then a month or two in, it dropped a lot, and then slowly uh, we were allowed to open back up, and then it's kind of been a process to to build my business back up. So. Um, I haven't had too many guests on since then who've been in a position where they're doing a lot of business online, who are doing a lot of online coaching. So um, it's really perfect time to have you on just because, yeah, last time, you know, you were on the podcast, you were, you were working kind of for another company and now you're doing everything on your own, which is really awesome. So, um, you know, even though there's a global pandemic going on and, um, you know, a lot of businesses are closing. A lot of people are, you know, unfortunately losing their jobs, losing their livelihood and their income. Um, there's still people out there who are, who are grinding and who are, uh, doing the best they can with what they have. So, um, tell us how, how did you decide to branch off on your own and, and, um, I guess what were the steps that you took to prepare yourself to to run your own business? Yeah, uh, well, uh, for everyone that uh, that's listening right now, right now uh, I worked for a big company uh, that was called Iraqi Nutrition, um, which is a company based in Oslo and owned by uh, Juma Iraqi, uh, who is a very good professional in this field. You probably mm -hmm. uh, heard of him. Um, yeah, um, the company actually uh, decided you know, to close uh, because of uh, Juma's 
decisions. Uh, so I was uh, basically unemployed for a while, and then I decided, you know, uh, to uh, start my own online coaching thing uh, based uh, entirely on what I've learned from Juma and from my years in the field. I was already working as a PT, but online I wasn't doing anything, actually. And um, through summer, uh, the company, uh, I ended um, the work for Iraqi Nutrition in, I think it was uh, September uh, 2019. But over summer uh, of the same year, I was actually already, uh, you know, uh, working with some uh, clients that I was trying to, you know, move online. But it wasn't really happening because I wasn't really focused on on that. I was more focused on, you know, just improving my skills in the gym, like uh, uh, talking to people, uh, mm -hmm. just in a more pre uh, prepared uh, live personal trainer rather than building something online because I wasn't really um, thinking uh, that uh, uh, opportunity could evolve or just become what Iraqi nutrition was or just, mm -hmm. you know, uh, not that big, but I mean, just kind of follow the footsteps that uh, Juma uh, taught me and uh, all the all the guys from Again, um, and then basically uh, it just happened uh, um, step by step. Uh, so I just uh, took on a few clients over summer that uh, I was uh, just coaching live. But and then I also created a small uh, platform on Google Sheets with just uh, their their programs because I was uh, basically uh, writing programs uh, via. PDF or just you know by handwriting and then you know just copying and pasting them on on the old laptop and you know mm -hmm. just uh, printing them uh, showing the, the plan to the clients and then I basically move everything online. Uh, so uh, I I was creating all the programs online uh, th through sheets and then everything uh, happened uh, you know uh, very slowly. I was implementing. Uh, functions uh, every single day. Uh, my sheets were improving day by day. I was adding like spaces uh, to add videos. Uh, so mm -hmm. I was checking clients form um, and executions during the week. And then I was uh, just, you know, adding more uh, customization to the sheets and, you know, uh, adding uh, like spaces to track uh, the weight loss, uh, the weight gain, uh, mm -hmm. all, all, all that stuff like uh, calorie counters and all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, so my sheets kind of evolved, and then uh, at one uh, at one moment, uh, I think it was like uh, winter 2019. Uh, it just exploded. So I gained a lot of clients in just uh, one or two months because uh, the the beginning clients, so the just you know the two three people that I was working with uh, during summer just spoke uh, spoke well about me in the gym or just with their friends. So uh, basically, I was basically. Um, creating uh, a circle uh, within my own uh, initial clientele and then it mm -hmm. moved uh, through another clientele. Uh, so I was basically coaching all these guys that were training in my um, in my old town, uh, which is called Pordenone. And uh, I was coaching uh, like three guys in a gym that I was training at, then uh, three more guys in my, uh, in my previous gym that I was working in, uh, so as a PT. Um, mm -hmm. And then it evolved because I moved in Ferrara, uh, which is the town that I chose to um, further my studies in uh, ex ex exercise science. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, when I moved here, I was I joined uh, one gym and then later on two gyms. And I just, you know, my name got on, I think, on the right mouth, meaning that um, they saw me training and they just uh, approached me in the gym to chat and they discovered that I was uh, coaching a few people online and then I got more clients for just uh, from just you know uh, chatting in the gym a uh, few people that recommended me to other people uh, and then uh, before uh, before COVID in March I was working with uh, 14 folks then during COVID it it uh, it dropped because I actually recommended to people, you know, uh, I'd, I'd rather have you invest in weights than than me because mm -hmm. I think that you could do more just, you know, buying a barbell and a few plates rather than paying me for the next month that are going to be, uh, I mean, I, I'm not writing you a plan with where it's uh, where it's written, you know, you have to train with fail uh, to failure just by doing bodyweight pushups. I mean, yeah, everyone can do that. I, I, I'm <laughs> Uh, so I'd rather have you uh, 
uh, buy something that's actually worth it. Uh, so I stopped the collaborations with a lot of them, a lot of clients. And then um, after COVID, uh, almost everyone that I was working with before uh, joined in again. Um, meanwhile, um, during COVID, I actually took that opportunity to study a bit more, to train uh, because I was losing, you know, the groove of training, focusing too much on other people and because it can happen or just, you know, uh, I was at a point where I cared more about my client's progress than mine, which is good because uh, that's usually, you know, the coach mentality, but I love training myself and uh, I was losing, you know, that, that drive, that aggression that I was so in love with when I started. So mm-hmm. um, I got, um, COVID was kind of an opportunity to, uh, you know, just keep my head down, work in my home gym. And um, it paid off, actually, because it, uh, when COVID ended, um, despite, you know, all, all the people losing their job and everything else, I, I think I... Um, me, my client, and uh, I think all all their seal curl can that improved, uh, which is which is good. Uh, I think this uh, this conversation is going in a weird direction. <laughs> anyway, what? Why do you say uh, that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I got uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, um, and then after COVID, um, you know, um, all the clients been joined back after a, a, besides a few people and then it kind of built up again mm-hmm. uh, because i did a, a few podcasts with uh, a few friends and that's another way of i think you know just uh showing that you can do something meaning that you know cooperating with other people uh just you know being more more social because mm-hmm. i i'm not doing that enough right now and i think that in our field it really pays off to be, you know, that influencer type, because mm-hmm. uh, it's not. I think uh, a lot of people, when they gain like fame, uh, they're not showing all the work that's before that, and For they're sure. all showing the influencer part, mm-hmm. uh, which is good if you have something to show. Uh, but I think that, especially in Italy, we have a lot of influencers that uh, use fitness as a way to, you know. Uh, bump in other fields and just you know get exposed in other well not get exposed but you know just get uh, gain um approval i guess and gain mm-hmm. fame in their fields as well so yeah. like uh, you know we, we we had a few like uh fitness folks that then uh got sponsored by a supplement company uh someone else that you know uh created like uh, a music album uh just you know or just parodies uh and they gained fame through that, which is good. Um, but uh, the whole point of the conversation was that um, cooperating with, with other people can help building your business uh, as well. And mm-hmm. it paid off for me because I gained even more clients just by doing podcasts and you know just uh, showing up more in the gym and you know helping people even live uh, where I wasn't supposed to help. Uh, in fact, <laughs> I actually got a few. Um, uh, I mean, um, how do you say when you uh, someone actually uh, tells you not to do something? A few. Uh, uh, were you like reprimanded? Were you uh, were you asked to leave or something like that? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> one time actually, yeah, because uh, a guy asked, asked me something, and I showed him like another way to do an exercise, um, and then the PT in the room actually uh, told me, "Yeah, man, you're not." Uh, you're not working here, uh, please leave or just, you know, uh, stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And I got that uh, a few times, but it paid off because I, I catched, I think, the, the interest of other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then through the other, uh, through the, pe- the previous month, I uh, got up to 20 clients, which is the ceiling that I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just realized that with the other job, uh, I can't take, uh, uh, on too many clients because my work uh, gets worse if I take mm-hmm. more. Um, I think uh, when I got up to like 15 and more, uh, my work kind of, you know, uh, diminished in terms of quality and mm-hmm. I, I had to organize myself better. Uh, mm-hmm. through this. Um, and then I think we are at a point now where um, I can go on 
easily. Uh, mm-hmm. Not easily. It's uh, still very. Um, it still requires a lot of effort by my clients, especially because I'm very. I'm a picky coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy that really you know bothers you during the week to you know to do something, uh, but. Uh, and I, I expect from my clients the same t- treatment as I, I give them. Uh, mm-hmm. so, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good. So, they're, they're paying you to to coach them, so that's <laughs> that's good coaching. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it um, well uh, it 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 paid off even in terms of you know organization uh, because if I skip just one day of the week where I just Tell myself, okay, man. Today you you can just chill out. Uh, my clients don't chill out because um, I'm working basically every day of the week. Besides Sunday, where I just you know take half the day off or the day off sometimes, but it's not every single Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I think the price is uh, well repaid in terms of satisfaction that I gain from from clients. And yeah, that's that's I think what I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's one of the big differences between, um, I think, like a, tr- a traditional, you know, what we call a nine to five job where, you know, you, you go to an office, you sit at a desk like uh, here in the U.S. We call it, you know, most people work for the weekend like they cannot wait until Friday at, you know, five o'clock or six o'clock so they can get off and they don't have to worry about work for you know, the rest of Friday night and then all day Saturday and then Sunday night rolls around and they're like, oh man, I've got to go back to work tomorrow. Like, um, I work every day of the week. Um, but I get to do stuff that I actually enjoy. Like I like being involved in, um, in my clients' lives. Um, I like that. And so whether like today's Sunday, you know, um, I don't care that I have to go to work tomorrow morning. Like I'm excited about it, you know, like, so I think that's, there's, there's a lot to be said about, you know, um, the traditional, uh, what, what they call work life balance, like how much work is too much where it negatively affects the rest of your life and how much, you know, how much work do you need to put in so that you're actually, uh, able to do the things that you want to do outside of work. So it's like, where, where's that balance? And for most people, it's, You know, they don't want to have to deal with work on the weekends. And then for the very few people out in the world that get to actually do something that they're passionate about, um, you know, doing a little work on the weekends, that's fine. You know, for most people, that's not okay. But, you know, for you and me, I don't mind it for the most part. You know, I'm not working all day on Sunday. I still get to, you know, I got to kick my feet up this morning and watch some uh, watch some soccer which I love to do. And, um, yeah, so there's still stuff, you know, that I want to do to, to relax, but yeah. Yeah. I think being an online coach affords you like, yeah, you've got chunks of time where you've got to get all of your programming done for your clients. But at the same time, like you get to program your schedule for the most part, which most people don't get to do that. That's huge. Yeah. But, uh, I think that most people like picture the typical online coach like as the guy who's who sits on a beach uh, with you know his his drink in one hand and and, and laptop on the other. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, what people don't tell you is that uh, that part is probably like the 0.01 percent of mm-hmm. work. Uh, because like even like the fact that you have to manage your own time. I think that's the hardest part because when someone else tells you, you know, uh, you have to work from nine to five, I mean, at least you have a strict schedule where you just can't do anything else. But mm-hmm. if you have to create your own schedule, it's really easy to mess something up. It's just one of the, if just you encounter like one little pebble on the way that can like mess up your whole daily schedule. And that's one thing that I'm not good at yet, uh, which is, you know, just uh, keeping the ball rolling, even if uh, a little pebble just, you know, uh, stops the, uh, the ball from rolling, from rolling correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, there is uh, just a small 
detail that during the day uh, messes something up, that can really uh, imply that I have to work like one hour more during the day or just uh, all the time between clients, that's the time to chill. No one tells you that, but that's the time that no one pays you because you're actually doing nothing. Uh, you're not working, you're not relaxing because maybe you, are, you have to prepare yourself for a podcast for another client um, or the time you know in between clients and or the time in between check-ins. That amount of time is the time that no one gives you and that you don't have to deal with at work when, uh, when you have like a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that if you get good at managing that time and if you get good at, you know, just uh, picking a schedule that's strict enough that allows you to have your your free time and that 0.01% that we're talking about, uh, that's a good online coach and that's good organization. Um, so I'm still working with like uh, if I were in a nine to five job, uh, but it's my nine to five job. It's not someone else's nine to five job. So mm-hmm. I still do my, you know, to-do lists, all of that. I still have my, from this time, from like 9 until 11 a.m., I have to do this. Uh, I still have my schedule during the day, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a schedule that probably, probably changes. So it's more, um, it's I have more freedom in that terms. Well, it's still hard. <laughs> hey, like time management and and setting up your schedule in advance and like that's like you said that's that's work that you have to do that you're probably not getting compensated for like nobody's paying you for that time like but that allows you to take on more clients or that allows you to um increase the value uh of your product of your uh, of the service that you're providing. So it's one of those things. Um, that was a really hard idea for me to understand when I first started personal training at a, like at a corporate gym, like at like gold's gym or, um, LA fitness or something like that, where I had to go and I wasn't getting paid to be there because I had just started. So I didn't have any clients. Like they wanted me to, walk around the floor and talk to people and like, that's how you're going to get clients. And I'm like, but I'm not getting paid. So I don't want to be here. It's like, yes, 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 of course. But the more you do that, the more people will see like, Oh, this guy's here all the time. He could be really helpful. You know, he helps me take the weights off. He talks to me. He asks me how my training's going, all of that. Like you're building rapport and it's those little things that you do when you're not on the clock, when you're not getting paid, that allow you to be more effective as a coach later on. So I think that's one of those things that, um, man, like online coaching is just, it's a huge industry now. Yeah. And just like personal, personal training used to be, perhaps well still is, but it at least used to be a huge industry where everybody can do it. The, the barrier for entry to be a personal trainer here in the U S is really low. Like as long as you're certified, doesn't matter what that certification is. As long as you're certified, you can be a trainer. And so you've got this super low bar. You've got basically turnover all the time because people are like becoming trainers while other people are quitting. And then it's just a revolving door. And if you can establish, you know, the, the skills and the habits that show people that you're you're not a tourist in this vocation, you know, in this job. You're gonna be there a long time. That stands out. So I think that's good that you know you're you're thinking about that. Like that's how you that's how you're successful long term is building small habits now. So um, yeah, that's James Clear, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but that's. That's a really good reminder for anybody listening, regardless of your, uh, of your job, like plan things out, uh, get better control of your time. Like time, you know, they say is, uh, is the type of currency that you can, you can spend, but you can never get back. Like you can make money, you can lose money, but time, once you spend it, like it's gone. So, um, if you aren't, if you don't value your time, and set things up so that um, so that that time isn't wasted, 
you're gonna you're just gonna be better off in everything. So I think that's really good, man. Do you have um, specifics? Uh, um, time schedule instruments that you have or just you know you do you plan your schedule in a way that allows you to have more more freedom do you have like uh some instruments that you maybe use more and other less um you know for the most part i just keep uh i keep track of my work schedule just on my phone but every time i set an appointment I always also set two reminders for, um, depending on, on the day. Uh, but most of the time I set a timer for an hour beforehand and two hours beforehand. That way, um, like I'm always prepared for a session, whether it's early in the morning or like if it's super early in the morning, then I'll usually set a reminder around the time I go to bed the night before, just so that like, I know exactly what's going on the following day. And then I check my, my schedule, my calendar multiple times throughout the day, not just for what's going on that day, but Hey, what do I have going on tomorrow? What do I have going on in a few days? And, um, yeah, the other thing that, and that's pretty much all I do. Um, but I, I am pretty, pretty good about that. Um, the other thing I do is I always try to get to my office, uh, a half hour or sometimes an hour early just so that, uh, I, I hate feeling rushed when I have an appointment. Um, whether it's, uh, like an online appointment, like an online, uh, like a podcast or, uh, or like a video assessment or whatever, or whether it's in person, like, um, I hate feeling rushed. So even for my 5:30 AM clients, I'm at my office usually before 5 a.m. Um, that way I can set up everything I need to. I can I have their program written out on the whiteboard so that they know exactly what, what the plan is when they arrive. Um, and that way I just I don't feel rushed. I feel relaxed. I feel um, uh, there's there's aspects that can take away from my ability to just coach. And I want to remove all of those distractions and all of those stressors as much as possible. Um, so that frees me up to do my job. So that's really it for the most part when it comes to um, yeah. like time okay. management. Yeah. But so. what about uh, online work? Do you have like the same uh, tips or just the same instruments? Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So for uh, for my online clients um i will set myself reminders to check in with my clients on certain days or at certain times um and then most of that i just do via text or phone call so i know as long as i'm doing that then i stay on top of it i also have a schedule for when i post like every monday and every wednesday i'm doing instagram facebook twitter posts and so I know what that schedule is well in advance. And then every Friday I try to post my podcast. So um, every once in a while, you know, I get off schedule. So at that point, it's like um, most people don't have a plan to get back on schedule when things go out of whack. And like things go out of whack. They just do. That's life. So um, when it comes to that, I try to have a schedule to get back on and it, it's this is a little you know aside but it's just like nutrition people tend to as soon as their nutrition program goes off the rails well you know what it's thursday i just messed up you know what i'm just gonna throw in the towel i'm gonna enjoy my friday i'm gonna enjoy my saturday i'll enjoy my sunday and i'll get back on track monday instead of taking steps you know, right away, hey, how can I get back on tomorrow? Yeah, maybe I over eight calories by, you know, 500 calories today. So maybe I should cut back on 200 to 250 tomorrow and then 200 to 250 the next day and boom, I'm back on track. Like, so that's what I try to do when, you know, when life gets in the way of my plans, um, what are the steps I need to take to, to get back on? And um, one of those things is I try to remember, like, 
nobody's waiting uh, for me to post something on Instagram. So if I don't do it on Monday, they're not looking at their phone like, oh no, where is it? I can't get through the rest of my day until I see Kevin's post. Like, nah, nobody cares. Like, they're going to like it whether I post it on Monday or Tuesday. And it's like, okay. Even if they liked it, that doesn't even mean they read it. So I try not to get like too tied up in that, but I still try to keep a schedule just because um, I think it helps keep me sharp. It helps keep me focused. And um, if I've got a routine, then I'm much more, that frees me up to do other things so that I can look, uh, I can look forward or I can look into other projects. If I've got a solid handle of, you know, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of processes that I think are helping my business. Once I get, you know, if I've got five things and I've got a really solid handle, that means maybe I can start looking into a sixth thing. And if I can figure that out, then I can add that to the six. And then now I can think about a seventh. So that's where, yeah, that's kind of where everything ties together, both the in-person and the online stuff. But, um, yeah, there's, there's probably tools out there that I could look into that would make me more efficient, that would make me more effective. So that's one of the things that, you know, it's good to keep your, your eyes and ears open for. So, yeah, that's good. Well, I use basically the, the same tools as you, but I'm, I'm very visual, so I have to write everything down, like uh, my goals for the day or for the week are usually written on a whiteboard that I have here up top. Um, and then I usually uh, use apps like Todoist and Google, uh, like uh, Calendar, for instance, just, you know, to, track, to track everything. And as you are doing as well, uh, I'm using like uh, daily check-ins with clients, so uh, each client knows uh, the day where they have to check. Uh, so my my response will be like within 24 hours uh, from the from the check-in. Uh, I usually just you know record uh, a video, uh, see the spreadsheets, see all the videos uh, from the from the week, and you know give new directions for, for the upcoming weeks or, or week usually. And yeah, that's about it. So yeah, I'm. I was uh, just I was just using like pen and papers uh, in 2018, 2019, uh, mm -hmm. because I like the feeling of writing down. And then as the uh, as like my schedule evolved, uh, I got uh, a new job and everything else, uh, like studying, uh, for instance. Uh, it kind of moved back a little, but it's still there. Uh, I have to use all these. I mean, I feel like I have to, but I probably. Uh, would do fine even with, even with just pen and paper, but just, but just you know uh, the idea of bringing uh, like uh, a, a notebook with me all day is not fun. So I use apps uh, and just you know uh, my phone to track everything as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, I still carry around with me in my bag uh, like notebooks just because there's times where I just want to write stuff down. Like the, it, there's something I don't know. It's more Typing something either on my computer or, you know, into my notes on my phone, it's just different, you know, or even typing it onto the calendar. Like when I write it down, it just feels different. So there's times where, uh, like if I want to write down like my thoughts or um, I want to reflect on something or I just want to do some basic writing, like I'm doing that, you know, pen and paper. Um, if I'm going to write a book, that's going on the computer for sure. <laughs> I'm not writing that on paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though that's really good, you know, wrist flexor and extensor training, probably, you know, yeah. get a little, get some reps here. You know that I actually got uh, an inflammation, uh, I think, to my radial nerve, uh, like last year, because I was designing like infographics. And then uh, studying for, uh, you know, for uni, and I was using a lot uh, my hands to write, and then the the mouse uh, to just, you know, um, mm. using like Adobe. Uh, I think it was um, Illustrator. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I was using too much these these softwares, and my hands just kind of gave up at some point. I was, uh, I think, uh, close gripping in the gym, the bench, mm. uh, like mm -hmm. every week then dips, then a lot of pressing, and that on top, 
of the already fatigued hand, especially my right hand, uh, just, you know, went off completely. And I lost the, I, I got even um, a neurological condition for a while. Uh, I got, I, I checked in with a, a doctor. Well, I think I've, I've lost you for a second here. All righty, we're back, y'all. So let's, uh, let's kind of circle back around. What, uh, what does a typical week look like for one of your online clients? Thank you. I uh, love this question, actually. Um, well, um, a typical week looks like um, looks like this. Uh, I'll have the monitor like uh, specific exercises through, through the week. Uh, like especially if they're new, I'll, I'll have the monitor more frequently. But if they're kind of old patterns or just you know old movements, I'll have the monitor like less frequently. Uh, and then uh, there is one day uh, that is the check-in day. Where they have to update the update the spreadsheets and let me know um, all the meals consumed, all the uh, calories uh, up, updated, so I know uh, how's the weekly balance uh, has been going. Uh, I'll have them also uh, fill uh, fill out a questionnaire uh, where they tell me how's the sleep been, how, how many hours per week uh, per day uh, they, they slept, for instance. Mm -hmm. Uh, how was the sleep quality? And I have a specific uh, part uh, entirely on uh, sleep, uh, stress, libido, and all these parameters that I monitor very frequently. And then uh, through the check-ins, I also uh, ask the client, you know, to um, uh, take some some picture of you know of the current body composition and take some measurements as well. Uh, mm -hmm really have a, a, a tutorial for uh, for everything. So when a client startups with me, uh, it's usually, you know, uh, they get a tutorial on how to get measurements, uh, how to take pictures, and the way I do it, I do it. Now, it's not the uh, official way or just, you know, a way that uh, everyone uses, but that's my way. Uh, mm -hmm. So actually uh, let the client know from the get-go uh, how things uh, work with me. Um, and yeah, that's about it, to be honest. Um, yeah. I I do ask for um, because I'm a picky uh, I'm a, I'm a picky coach. I do ask them uh, to be picky as well. Uh, so uh, that's about it. Um, Dude, yeah. I I really appreciate how you're not just sending them a workout or the week's workout. Like uh, everything's very involved, and you're taking you're taking kind of not control but you're assessing and measuring a lot of different things. So there's, um, there's a saying here that uh, what gets measured gets managed. So it's really hard to manage progress if you're only looking at one aspect. So I think it's really good that you know, you're, you're obviously programming the training, but then you're also looking into their nutrition. And that's such a huge component, but it's not just training and nutrition, it's also training and nutrition and sleep and recovery. And so that's another aspect. And then it's also, you know, how's your stress? How are you managing that? Like, so I think it's really good that you're, you know, that you're evaluating all of these things. Um, I think that that's one huge way that, that you stand out. You're not just ripping out a workout from, you know, Flex Magazine and then just, you know, copying that and be like, hey, here you go. Here's your workout. Like, no, like, that would be easy. <laughs> that would be really easy. Yeah. Yeah. But it takes time to, to evaluate all those things, to measure those things, and then to manage, manage the whole system, the whole progression. So I think that's, I think that's really awesome. One thing that I wanted to ask you earlier is, yeah. um, do you have a specific, like, are you only working with, uh, like, let's say like the figure athlete or are you working with with anyone who wants to uh just get stronger or people who want to change their body composition or, or people who just want to lose weight like what what specific areas are you working with well uh the only requirement that i have is that um the people that want to work with me uh, are actually experienced in counting calories or at least they know what they're consuming and then another prerequisite that I have is that uh, they must be training for at least uh, one to two years, but of serious commitment. So I usually ask them in a, a startup questionnaire, uh, just, you know, have, have you been consistent for at least uh, one to two years, but going 
to the gym at least three times per week. Mm -hmm. And if we have this, and I'll also uh, uh, let them send me like uh, some videos on how they lift. And if there are some minor changes that could uh, just, you know, improve their technique, uh, then I usually accept the client. But if I see that the lift is not like, is not with proper form, I just uh, say to them, no man, I think you still have to work with a live PT. Uh, that would be a better investment rather than online coaching. Uh, mm -hmm. it I, I used to uh, do only nutrition and just, you know, stress management and all of that. Uh, but mm -hmm. then uh, at, at time being, I'm, I'm selling the whole package. So it's everything because I, I realized that most people just need, uh, well, not a guide, but they just need um, a coach that handles everything, uh, so just one person, so they don't get uh, too uh, too messy with you know sending in, informations and just uh, they are kind of more stress relieved in that in that term. And yeah. on on a on a tangent, actually, um, on the weekly uh, question from before, uh, one thing that I implemented like in the last two months is that uh, I ask the client to record a video of themselves, uh, of themselves like speaking uh, for five to 10 minutes about how their week went. But mm -hmm. it's not like only training and nutrition related, but also like uh, life and uh, social social involvements. Mm -hmm. uh, just you have to record the video and upload it on YouTube on private and send me the link. And I usually listen to the video on 1.5 per because I don't have time. Blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. But I usually speed up the video because uh, I have quite a few videos per day. And uh, even if the time limits is 10 uh, um, is 10 minutes, some folks usually speak up to me like 15. And when I uh, <laughs> again on a side note, and that would make me laugh. Um, the first week that I accepted uh, a female, uh, she's um, her name is Annalisa. She's very um, she's very demanding as a client, meaning that uh, she uh, she asks a lot from from me. But mm -hmm. I know that uh, she's she's asking because she wants to you know understand everything. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a good client, meaning that she always asks why I make changes and why we do something. Uh, mm -hmm. So my checking with her usually lasts up to like 20 to 25 minutes, which is a lot of speaking, uh, which is good actually. But on the first week, like she recorded a video, and uh, I think it was like 36 minutes or just nice. <laughs> like she she saw like a ton of training footage, and I think my uh, first uh, video checking with with her was like 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I have some, some clients that usually take up more space and other clients that just uh, only show up for the check-in. They don't uh, ask anything mm -hmm. during the week. And they just, you know, a uh, quick 10 to 15 minute check-in and we're done, see you next week. Uh, yeah. and, but I also have clients that like Annalisa are more demanding in terms of uh, time spent and invested in, in them. So. Yeah. Do you yeah, have that's, uh, do you that's have uh, similarities in this? For sure, yeah. I definitely have clients who, um, like, they'll only they'll only give me like the minimum necessary. Like, if I'm like, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, and then I can I can manage things. You know, if I get those variables, and like they're like, okay, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. See you next time. And I'm like, okay, like that's easy. And then I've got other clients who, um, you know, it's like the, the 80, 20 rule, like they're 20% of my clients that take up 80% of my time. But, um, you know, it's those clients I don't mind because they, it's stuff they want to know, you know, like, Hey, why are we making this change? Hey, can you explain to me what's going on here? I'm like, yes. Like, I love that. That's, that's what you're paying me for, you know? So I'm glad that's not every client because then I'd have, you know, no time and I'd have to have fewer clients, but that's totally the case. Like some people, uh, initially maybe it feels like you have to hold their hand, like, okay, here's how it's going to be. But then they get to a point where they're like, all right, I got it. And, and so other people, they're like, just tell me what to do. And, and that's all I need. So yeah, everybody's kind of got different levels of, of, 
uh, attention, let's say, that they require in order to be successful. And as long as you know that going into it, like, yeah, you can you can help pretty much anybody. So I think, I, but that's it's kind of funny and shocking sometimes because you're like, okay, like you're looking at your clock, like, all right, like anything else? Yeah, only five more things. Okay, all right, look, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's part of it, man. But you do love it. I mean, that's yeah, you do it for so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's awesome. Um. Man, there was one other thing that uh, I thought of while you were explaining, but I, I lost Scotch. track of it. So uh, maybe uh, maybe a simple scotch or we'll, that would probably help. Man, a little Lafroy would would uh, would sh- <laughs> shock my memory right back to 100%. So, but um, so uh, you've got a YouTube channel. Tell us a little bit about that real quick. Um, and and you know maybe maybe you'll be doing you know, some podcasts in the future. Who who are you planning to uh, have on as, you know, maybe a guest? Yeah, of course. And I was actually planning on invite Kevin uh, on a podcast on, on my YouTube channel. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I was actually planning on offer you some scotch as well, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, virtual scotch, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, that's fine. Maybe, um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as Kevin mentioned, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's in Italian. Uh, I do post some um, edited training footage. Uh, so we have some bodybuilding footage. Uh, so it's um, it's mostly raw. And I started like I wanted it to be like uh, what you don't see. Uh, so I usually see a lot of tutorials in the gym. I just wanted to see how it how how the work uh, um, is done by individuals. So just uh, just uh, us not talking, just talking very little and and training. So mm-hmm. I wanted to be like like that. Like for instance, Jordan Peters is doing. I was a lot inspired by him. Uh, he's a UK bodybuilder, mm-hmm. and I just wanted my channel to be like uh, an Italian version of what other people are doing because in Italy there is not a lot of people that just posting training footage. And mm-hmm. then it evolved through the videos, meaning that people asked for. More explanations. So I'm actually bringing uh, bringing out next week a video that's mostly talked and very little footage. And I think we're evolving in a direction where uh, the whole team is kind of uh, both mixed in strictly bodybuilding and just you know explaining the science behind it. Uh, mm-hmm. So usually I, I think it will become a good mixture of of both over time. And it's just called with my name, so Elia. Olivero Barbon, and you can find it uh, fairly easily. That's, uh, I think, uh, my, you have my icon on, yeah, on the channel. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. Uh, you can find me also on IG, um, just as my name, and that's about it. That's that's where, where I am. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll have I'll have links to both of those in the show description, so everybody can can check those out. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to. Uh, to be on your podcast, man. Like it's, it's, uh, there's not too many apps. Uh, there's not too many other podcasts that I've been on. So it's always, it's, a, it's like a completely different thing, man. Like I know every week what I've got to do and the guests I got to get on and all that. And then it's going to be weird being on the other end, man, but I'm excited about it. So we'll just, ha- we'll have to match up our, our timing because, yeah, bad. you know, <laughs> I can't be drinking scotch at, you know, at 5 a.m., okay? I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Well, you, you have to know that uh, in Italy right now it's 11 p.m. And at Kevin's mm-hmm. time, it's 5, right? Yep. We're, we're 5 o'clock. We switch. Yeah. I think next weekend we uh, our yeah. time changes. Got so it. Yeah. I had uh, no idea that different countries are changing at different times. Like Yeah, me too, man. I thought that you were ch- you, you were changing too as well. Or maybe just that you you had like a one day delay or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one week is a lot. I it's mean, crazy. Why Earth doesn't spin faster? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll have. We'll... Yeah. <laughs> well, have a nice lockdown. Hopefully, it will. Well, I'll have a nice lockdown. Hopefully, um, I'm sorry. I, I I hope it doesn't spread to US. Uh, because everything will be shut down here. 
No, luckily uh, not transports, so we'll still be able to uh, to travel through regions, but mm -hmm. um, mostly for work and for like uh, special and personal affairs. Not mm -hmm. like uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna have a vacation uh, because that's um, suggested. I mean, uh, that's like heavily not recommended. So yeah, yeah. And besides that, like pubs have to close at six. Um, they're closing uh, re restaurants. They're closing like uh, newspapers and all of that. Uh, so, yeah, that's crazy, man. Well, hopefully that uh, that doesn't last too long, and hopefully everything gets sorted out. And yeah, well, this ends very soon. I honestly think that this virus will just continue through next year. Uh, it will not go through like it's it's not a, a one year thing. Yeah, I think it's that's very possible. It could it could be around a while. It could be a seasonal thing. They're saying even so, yeah. we'll see. Only time will tell. But um, until then, we'll just keep doing what we do and keep you know focusing on working hard and doing what we can do to make the lives of our clients and family and friends better and. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, awesome. Alrighty, y'all. Thanks for watching and listening. If you haven't already, go follow Alia and uh, reach out to him if you have any questions because he knows some answers, that's for sure. And uh, stay tuned for not only the skit episode, but perhaps an episode from, uh, from his channel in the future. Awesome, guys. And um, another shameless plug. Uh, if you don't know how to count calories or um, if you want to just apply to, mo to my online coaching, you can find uh, Kevin's book, uh, who's recently been published. And yeah, uh, that's a good book about counting calories and how to manage, for instance, uh, all the calorie counting stuff, uh, knowing a bit more about what you are putting into your body. Um, so just, you know, uh, check that out and speak next time. That's right. The Self-Reliant Diet, available on Amazon as a PDF or ebook and in paperback. Thank you, Elia. I appreciate that. No worries, man. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Adios.